Can you hear me? You're good. Well, hello everyone. Um, <laughs> I truly appreciate the opportunity to uh, share a bit of my story with you today. And uh, I will share a struggle that has been present in my life in the past four years. And I hope that through seeing my struggle and the way God worked in my life, that you would be encouraged in your walk with him. So let me tell you what God did in my life in the past four years. So I started Covenant in August of 2018, and that was the first time I stepped on campus. Um, right in the beginning of the semester, we had a chapel talk by a person named Joe Novenson. Um, it was a truly impactful sermon on the Christian's greatest problem and God's solution. And he was specifically looking at the book of Hebrews. Um, Mr. Novenson highlighted several passages from the book of Hebrews, and I will read some of these today, right now. Hebrews 2.1 Therefore, we must pay much closer attention to what we have heard, lest we drift away from it. Hebrews 3, 7 to 8. So as the Holy Spirit says, today, if you hear his voice, do not harden your hearts. Hebrews 3, 15. As it is said, today, if you hear his voice, do not harden your hearts. Hebrews 4, 7. Saying through David so long afterward in the words already quoted, today, if you hear his voice, do not harden your hearts. After reading these passages, Mr. Novenson warned us that there is a shark in the water here at Covenant College. It will be clear later what that means exactly. I was touched by his message, but I did not realize at the time that it will be a theme for my life in the next four years. So something you have to understand about me is that my natural tendency is to function on my own. As a result, I am prone to being apathetic and indifferent in my relationships. I can very easily stop caring about God and others. It is a daily struggle to fight the battle against indifference. And I think we all struggle with this on some level, but I also believe that for some, this area is more intense than for others. For me, giving in to the temptations of apathy and indifference led me down a very dangerous path. The first time it happened was during the fall semester of 2019. It was an extremely challenging semester for me academically, and amidst the intense course load, I slowly started to spend less and less time with God. I focused all my attention on, some, on completing tasks and finishing assignments while trying to hold up a social life. Such factors with the combination of sleep depravity led me to an extremely low point. I started to harden my heart and I drifted away from God. I stopped caring about him as an, and as a result, I stopped caring about others. I was angry, um, I was frustrated, annoyed, and then a state of numbness settled in. I was attacked and I needed help. This lasted from around December 2019 until February of 2020. And the reason why I remember that is because God changed my heart through a chapel talk. In February of 2020, Dr. Kapik gave a talk on humility. 
In that, he highlighted the importance of our dependence on God, on each other, and on nature. I remember I was sitting in the back, and I was overcome by emotions as I realized that I cannot live life on my own. I was not made to live life on my own. At that point, God changed my heart. He met me in my rebellion and my weakness, and he softened my heart. I realized that I'm fully dependent on God, I'm fully dependent on you, and I'm fully dependent on the nature that he created. Through this past summer, um, I was working here at Covenant, and around late July, I started to give in to indifference towards God. I remember thinking, Benny, this is a dangerous place to be. Do not go down this path. But the challenging part of this struggle is that it is not always very clear. It starts with small decisions of ignoring God's presence. So once again, a year and a half after the first instance, I slowly drifted away from God. By August, I was at a very low point mentally and spiritually. I hardened my heart again, and I didn't know what to do. I got COVID right in the beginning of the semester, and I was in isolation, which uh, didn't necessarily help the situation. I was in one of the apartments, and I remember not being able to go to sleep. I felt like my spirit was troubled. So I decided to write down what was happening. I do not journal consistently, but since I didn't tell many others about it, um, I needed some way to express the situation. And this is very personal, but I will share a short excerpt from what I wrote that night. There is a shark in the water. I knew there was one, not even a ripple, and I've been gutted again. But why? I knew it was there. I was warned, and yet again, I hardened my heart and I let way to apathy. I say to God, please soften my heart, but I don't feel anything. I don't feel sad, I don't feel happy. I laugh at times, but it's different. There's no true joy beneath the surface. I could care less about others now. I have turned my face away from the Creator, so I'm not able to love others. I know that God has me. I know He holds me with unbreakable strength. I know my sins are covered by the blood of Christ and that by His wounds I have been healed. But I don't feel anything. In my time of apathy, my view of God shrinks. I need to have a larger view of God. But why do I find myself in the depths over and over again? This is a repeated issue in my life, and I'm ready to find some answers and figure out what is going on, or at least take one step closer to a solution. After getting out of isolation, I was ready to be done with being in the state of numbness, but I didn't know what to do. In the previous instance, um, I didn't do anything intentional. I just felt that God changed my heart. Then, one sunny afternoon in September, I decided to try something. I knew that I'm not able to change my own heart, but I could try to get myself in a situation where God changes my heart. So I decided to go on a run and read scripture and see what happens. As I was about to leave, 
I saw that my good friend Luke Tidmore was in his room, and I felt inspired to ask him to pray for me. So I was like, Luke, I would really appreciate it if you would pray for me in the next hour, and specifically if you would pray for God to soften my heart. I went on my run on the bluff trail. I set out on one of the rocks, and I started reading First Peter. As I was reading scripture, I felt a change. God used his word to help me turn my face back towards him. As a result, I was able to feel emotions again, and I was able to connect with him again. God delivered me from my apathy and numbness. I was talking to our pastor back in Hungary during this winter break. I was telling him this exact story, and after listening to the whole thing, he said, Benny, did you realize that in your story, all three elements were present? You were out in nature, you asked a friend to pray for you, and you were reading God's word. He helped me to see that in that situation, I was fully dependent on creation, on a brother in Christ, and on God through his word. So here are some takeaways that I will leave you with. First of all, chapel is not church, but do not underestimate the way God can use chapel, a chapel talk in your life. Second, I truly encourage you to watch both Mr. Novenson's and Dr. Capix's chapel talks. Mr. Novenson's was from uh, August of 2018, and Dr. Capix was from February of 2020. But if you're interested, then let me know, and I can send you the links as well. Third, as Mr. Novenson warned us four years ago, there is still a shark in the water, and it is so, so easy to start drifting away from God here at Covenant College. And before you know it, you have been attacked already. Therefore, Covenant College, so as the Holy Spirit says, today, if you hear his voice, do not harden your hearts. But if you recognize that you have already drifted away and you have become numb, then do not lose hope. Know that God has you and that his grip is strong. He's a God who has the power to change hearts. I want to be clear that what I shared with you today is my story. It is not necessarily a formula for a changed heart. But I hope that my testimony is an encouragement to you and that through hearing it, your view of God grows. Let's pray. Heavenly Father, thank you that you hold us. Thank you that you do not let us go. Help us to remember your greatness every day. Help us to remember the beauty of the gospel every day. Help us in our struggle of hardening our hearts towards you. I specifically pray for the senior class. Guide us as we move out from covenant. I also pray for the freshmen, the sophomores, the juniors, and the rest of Covenant College. Bless them during their time here and help them to know your love more deeply every day. I pray for Avery as she's coming up to speak. Give her peace and speak through her with the power of the Holy Spirit. And lastly, thank you, God, for bringing me here to the other side of the world. Thank you for all the professors, all the staff and the faculty members and the whole covenant community. Thank you for blessing me with them. 
In Christ's name I pray. Amen.